This is a HeadGum Podcast. All right. Fine. Fine, you got us. You look like a sexy piece of broccoli right now. Thank you, man. Did you get your hair cut? No, I got my hair um, not... Those new glasses? Yeah. that uh, That's maybe what's new. Mm-hmm. I like them. Very Thanks, you. Man. They go with that shirt real nicely. Thank, thank you. Thank God for the video element of this podcast. Is um, your head blocked by the thing again? Last time your head was totally blocked by the thing. By this thing? Yeah. This week it's me. <laughs> this week you're not going to know the emotions that are coming out of my face. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Save him. Someone call a number and say Um I'm trying a new thing with my hair because I um I don't know what to do with it. Uh-huh. Ever. Sometimes it's tough. I have a question. My hair doesn't grow down. Uh-huh. It grows out. Yeah. You have very sick hair. And it's like hard to when it grows out, I just have to like put product in it yeah. to like keep it somewhere. Yeah, that's the thing. And it's like <clears throat> I'm sick of it. What putting product in it every day to keep it in a way that I, I like it. Yeah, but you think about think about like this. Uh, that's what women do every. I know every day. I know, except for the the few that shave their heads and. Um, you gonna shave your head? Or cut it so short that they don't have to do anything with it. You would look like Mexican Tom Segura. Oh, I would never shave my head. Why? Do you have bad head? Uh, I don't know. You look like you. Oh, that. So it's the unknown. It's the. Uh, yeah. Well, would you shave your head? I have. Yeah. And? I'm fine. I made it out. <laughs> <laughs> I have a nicely. Would shaped you do head. it one more again? Think, um, if I had to, like, I think if I if I lost my hair or whatever. Wow. I don't like the clinging on. You know, when you're like clearly losing your hair. And yeah, yeah, you don't want to do that. But some people like find a new haircut. Like there's usually an age. I wanted to ask you about this. At what age do you stop getting new haircuts? Because I see so many like old women and old <laughs> men driving. That's like you've looked the same since 1995. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- that's definitely a thing. There's people that, There are people that you can tell pretty quickly they either – do not care about their appearance one thousand percent. Uh huh. Or they they have no idea what to do with yeah. their hair. They bring in their wedding picture from thirty five years ago. And like <laughs> that. Give me this. Yeah. Every time I go to a, a haircut place and show them a photo, like I keep asking people, like, well, how do I get the hair that I want? Like, I I figured out what type of hair I have. Yeah. And and um, I still don't know how to fucking take care of it, quote mm-hmm. unquote, and. How to like what kind of fucking products to use? Like I'm just like I'm fucking thirty six and I still don't know what to do with my goddamn hair. You could always ask Zoya. I mean, yeah, I could definitely ask Zoya, but mm-hmm. I've asked my mom as a hairdresser for fuck's sake. Yeah, for years and years. She's and years like, and I don't years. know, baby. I don't know. She just would do what <laughs> she liked, and then I'd go to this. I go to like another haircut place and they do what they like mm-hmm. and then I go to another place and they do what they like. Why are you letting them be the Well because the... it's like I'll give them a picture and I'll be like can you do this and they go like oh yeah 
And then they cut my hair, and it's nothing like that. <laughs> you should get your money back. Every time. That's it's a broken just like promise. A, it's just like a haircut they gave me. Yeah. I'd like a refund due to a broken promise. I just think that it's like not possible to get actually what I show want. Show me a picture of what you want. Um, show me what you want. Show me what you want, what you really, really want. Don't um, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. It's hard to picture, hard to picture, hard, hard to, to picture, picture, hard to picture, picture. but uh, I'm a very visual person, so please do. <laughs> you are, you're one of those people who can explain things in a way that would help people see it. I can so paint that's a scene. Is, I can paint a scene. Yeah, you're a good storyteller trees. <laughs> but that's why, that's what makes this even more confusing. Um, sometimes you, you, like I would pick, I always wanted my hair to look like John Lemon's hair. <laughs> but I have very like wavy curly hair, and he always had very pencil thin. I'm a British person head, so the uh, I'm gonna go restart the camera yet again. Oh, good. Um, <clears throat> so I um, whenever I look for a hairstyle that I would like, I often will look to. Um, Were you just happy about something? Or? Yeah. I got really excited about where the story was going. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? That was your, your real reaction. Would we still have a podcast if I did that on the regular? <laughs> you just start a story. Here we go. Yeah. We're coming with it. Oh, shit. Here comes Steve with another hard story. <laughs> um, so I'll show you. So when I look for... Um, a photo or something of some of a hairstyle that I would like. I don't do that thing where it's like, I want this hairstyle, and it's like, and I'll be happy, and it's like impossible to like ever get that kind of hairstyle uh-huh. because it's like your hair is not that color, first of all, which is pretty obvious. Yeah, but it's like genetically, your hair just will never do what's in that photo you're looking at. Yeah. Like, just some people have these gifted motherfucking genetics. Yeah. And, um, also a lot of you the can't time, replicate that. A lot of the time, if you're seeing a picture of someone and it's like a nice picture, there's 27 hairstylists on their head. Yeah, that's also true. You know? And the thing is, is like, I think this hairstyle is very possible for me. Mm hmm. So, anyway, let me, co- let me continue explaining my process here. This would be the perfect opportunity taking so long to do this for you to turn your phone around and it's just a picture of your dick <laughs> or my ass your, your ass dick or ass With would like be good. your butt cheeks spread <laughs> or like it's my balls up in my butt like the, like the fruit basket <laughs> <Yeah>. or the fruit <laughs> the old pressed fruit basket um so anyway um I'll, let me show you uh, so here, let me explain my process before I show you this. So I, I'm not one of those people that like, that looks at a hairstyle, thinks I want that hairstyle and then thinks that I could get that hairstyle because mm-hmm. my hair is just, my hair is thick, it's black, it's curly, it's like a fucking mess. It's an untamable mess in mm-hmm. so many ways. <laughs> and, um... When it's tameable, <laughs> it's only tameable for like a slight amount of time. Uh-huh. And then whatever product I put in it is instantly neutralized by my genetic fucking stubborn hair. Uh-huh. And then it just goes where it wants. Sure. Not necessarily to uh, uh, desired results. Have you tried reasoning with it? I've tried everything. I tried singing to it. 
<laughs> I tried singing. I tried dancing. I tried dancing to it. <laughs> I tried dancing to it. Why so don't anyway, you just look up like, so, here's what Jack Black has going on. Does that work for me? Well, that's the thing. Like Jack Black <laughs> has thin, long, straight, yeah. flowy hair. So that's different. I will never achieve that hair. Mm-hmm. So I have so what I've decided to do, which is the right thing to do when you're looking for a hairstyle and you like a hairstyle you saw on TV or something, you have to at least get close yeah. to what your hair can do. Mm-hmm. So I think this hairstyle is very possible. My friend Nick Gallo, who lives in New York and is a, uh, I want to say, like the director or like the executive producer of HQ, that app that uh-huh. like everyone cared about a month ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was one. <laughs> um, and so anyway, he's he does that. He's a great guy. He's so funny. He worked on like... Um, a bunch of Tim and Eric stuff, and he's mm-hmm. like just this super funny guy. Do you remember? Did you watch a lot of Vines when Vine was around? I mean, I would say the average amount. Do you remember this guy who would like slam his head into like his desk and then like pour milk all over? Like he'd have like a desk that looks like an office desk. Was that him? And he'd be like, <laughs> yes, he'd go like. He'd pick up the phone and go, yes, sir, right away, sir. And then he'd slam the phone down and then he'd just get a hammer and start smashing the phone and then pour milk all over his desk. Uh-huh. And then like, and then someone would come in and just like tackle him off of his desk. Yeah. Do you, did you ever see those? No. Oh, it was genius. I think he was doing it before Eric Andre was doing it in his intro, but it was essentially like Eric Andre's intros, but yeah. in Vine form. Dude's a fucking genius. But anyway, um, He's he's a friend of mine. There's so many people listening to this right now going, that's what I got to do to be a genius. Is just smash your phone and, and pour milk all yeah, over your desk? That's the standard. No, don't do that. It's been done before. <laughs> um, Remind me I want to talk about Robin Williams, rest in peace, after this. And and, and we'll hopefully... Anyway, so... Um, this has been... Um, so, Nick, it, Nick and I look similar... And it seems that we have similar hair types. So he was the guy who did the desk thing? Yes. Okay. And I was like, fuck, Nick's hair always looks good. I think Nick's hair always looks good. Uh So I looked up, I've taken his fucking photos to hairstylists and gone like, give me this. Mm -hmm. And they're like, easy. And it just doesn't work. So here's here's what his hair, so you can swipe through three photos. Yeah. Right? Like, I, you got to go for someone that you look like. Uh-huh. And their hairstyle works on them. There's a lot of product in this. Sure. There might be. No, there is. Maybe. No one's hair does that, just does that. Yeah, but I like it. That's kind of like his nicer version of it. He can do it where it seems like there isn't. This dude keeps it nice and trim on yeah, the sides. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing, yeah. Here's, the, here's another the thing. If your hair looks crazy on the sides, people think that you're crazy. That's like an old movie thing. It's like whenever you're uh, portraying a crazy person, you puff out their hair on the sides. So cutting your hair real short on the sides makes you look like more put together. Plus you always got your beard did. Right. So that would be good. And then you just have this bouffant that you could put just a little bit of product in on the top. I'm telling you, Mike, I have gone to... Mm -hmm. Six yeah. different stylists uh-huh. with those photos. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, totally we can do that. Yeah. And then, like, 
maybe two of them have gotten like a slight bit close. Yeah. But it's like one of those things where like, you know how hairdressers, hairstylists, they like do your hair in a way where they're like, and then all you got to do is this and then do a little bit of this and then that's what it'll look like. And it's like you will never be able to replicate what they did ever again in your life. Yeah, I know what you're saying. They like they they send you out of the hairdressing place uh-huh. with like the way you'll look the once. way you want to look once, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's why you gotta take all your Instagram pictures for the month on that day. I know. Yeah, I have to plan all of my to bring four sets of clothes to the hairdresser, and you gotta like walk like this, Joey, Joey, Joey. Come on, come on, let's go. Yeah, do another one. Do another Dude, one. Dude, where are the angel wings? We gotta go to them. Does <laughs> anybody have the GPS location? Where's of the that angel pink wings? wall? Did you see someone fucked up the pink? Yeah, wall? Yeah, Mackenzie Stiff. She did it. Loves it. <laughs> she she because she hates the pink wall. Yeah, it's annoying. I don't know if it's like a. Uh, I don't live in that neighborhood because we can't afford that. But <laughs> I I don't know if it's like a you hate the people who hate the who do the thing or whatever. But it's very annoying to watch people be that vain. Yeah, I mean, and it doesn't really affect anything. You know, it doesn't affect my life at all, but sometimes no. I drive by and I see, like, I get sad. I get sad for people. I mean, all you can do, I'll, I mean, the thing is, is it's it's very easy to hate on the basics because it's, like, really funny mm-hmm. outside looking in behavior. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's one of those things, too, where it's, like, <laughs> you... I don't know. You just you just know that most of them are not self-aware. Yeah. And they're just like very vain and and things like that. And it's like whatever. I just I feel like I I would be number 1 in line to like go on a diatribe about how awful these people are and what they're doing to these and mm-hmm. these Instagram locations to take pictures. Yeah. Well, there's I mean, there's thinking that they're awful. And then there's like being annoyed by what they do. Like, I don't really care about them at all. Yeah. Just saying, if I'm driving by and I see a bunch of people change their face and take multiple selfies in front of a wall next to a bunch of other people doing that, I'm like, I wish they didn't. Let's call Mackenzie right now. Okay. And we'll ask her. Because my thing is, is like, What's the big deal, you know? What's the big deal? Let the basics have what they want. No, all I'm saying is that you could totally live your life like that, but yes. just we're not going to hang out. All right. Let's and call, that's really my only point. Let's call Mackenzie right now. She's probably sleeping, I swear to God. She sleeps till like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. She also try getting your hair cut by Zoya. Yeah. Just give it a shot. I would love that. She likes you. She I think wants that's to a good idea. Nice. Mackenzie, you're on dynamic banter with Mike and I. <laughs> oh, that's how we always talk. That is how we always talk. We uh, we actually had just our own conversation for a second. Yeah, not 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 too many people understand the language yet, but I think one day they'll come to. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's for us, and we just we're just catching up. 
Yeah. How are you? Mackenzie, I'm great. Do you have a second? I have 12,000 seconds. Oh, Counting. great. Yeah. First of all, I miss you very much. I'm sorry that I'm uh, I'm a absent boy in your life. And I also want I also want to thank you for the Pratt Daddy crystal you sent me. Oh yeah, I picked that one for you, Mackenzie. I knew it was for you. Well, thank you. It's a very special thing. I wear it, and um, mixed responses occur when when I do wear it. But I, lo- I absolutely love it. And uh, Mackenzie Stith, if you don't know this, Mike mm-hmm. works for Spencer Pratt. I don't know who Spencer Spencer Pratt. Is. Pratt True. Is, is a uh, he's one of the stars of MTV's The Hills of Spencer and Heidi fame. The first reality TV villain, I feel the like. The first reality, he was the first reality TV villain. Okay, yeah. what's he doing now? He's uh, doing the new season of The Hills, they've they're bringing That's it back. Oh, okay, and mm-hmm. he has a company called Pratt Daddy Crystals and he sells crystals. Great. That's freaking right, right. So anyway, Mackenzie, the reason why we called you is because we started talking about stuff, Mike and I, and then suddenly the conversation shifted to the pink wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Mike and I were talking about the basics and how it's annoying and blah, 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 blah. But then I started to feel like... Who gives a fuck what the basics do? Let them have their fucking pink wall. But I think you have something more to say about it. I mean, I I agree with you. Did you die? The pink wall. D- did you die? Um, what happened? I died. <laughs> um, I'm actually driving to Spencer's right now, but um, do I sound okay? You're driving to the pink wall? <laughs> and, oh, yes. I drove to the pink wall yesterday, and it was beautiful. It never looked so good. So with the Ghostbuster selfie on it. <laughs> so, people who are listening probably have no idea what we're talking about when we say the pink wall. Okay. Do you want to tell people what the pink yeah. wall is and then tell them what happened? Okay. So the pink wall is on Melrose, and it's a destination for the most basic of the most basic basic bitches, aka also tourists, and people. N- Take Ubers, like people from out of town will take Ubers. They'll be like, take take me to the pink wall. And people go, and they just get their picture taken in front of it. Why? I don't know. It's a pink fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's not some fucking, like, Mona Lisa thing that you're getting your picture taken in front of. But no joke, there's people lined up every single day, a fucking line around the corner, to get their picture taken in front of a pink wall. There's so much easier. So much easier to paint than the Mona Lisa. (laughs) I drive by, I drive by it all the time and I just make fun of people because it's like, do you listen to Chris D'Elia's podcast at all? Congratulations. (laughs) I think Mike Falzone does. Mm. So he, he coined term something called a CUDA and it's short for Barracuda. And that means it's people who chase shiny things. It's people who follow the crowd. It's people who kind of don't really have any sense of individuality. Oh, and I love that. Do, they do things because everybody else is doing them. Um, it Like he says, it's like people who could go to Coachella. Like they don't even like the music there. They just go to like be in the scene and like take pictures and like look cute and like be like, I went to Coachella. And that's kind of like what the pink wall is. People will go just because all the other girls are doing it and being like, oh, 
I'm going to put this in my profile pic. Everyone knows that I went to the pink wall. It's like, this is so fucking stupid. The pink wall. But you could go to any pink wall in the city and say you went to the pink wall. I've seen pink walls everywhere. And I do see girls taking pictures against it. But for whatever reason, this one is just... I think that there's always a line outside of it. And then other people are like, oh, I want to do that because there's other people doing that. So everyone's just kind of like is following the crowd and it's just and it's same with the wings too (laughs) you know where those wings are painted against the wall oh yeah the fucking wings we were talking about the wings yeah yeah so those are like the same thing to me the wings and the pink wall and um it's fine though it's not like it actually upsets me it's just something it's like an ongoing bit that i've just like like done for a few years on my snapchat i drip but i can understand that it's in <laughs> I think I mean I think it's it's really one of those things where it's like of course it's infuriating that we as a species are are we so many people spend their time doing things that are they're just going with the with they're following the crowd they're doing the the, yeah. coo, the cuda, cuda thing and yeah. I think that what we've got here is is just like gun control and just like mental illness this is a type I think the root of these problems are mental illness. And I think if you if you look at, if you look down deep into these people that stand in line to take a picture at a pink wall, I think you'll find that these are people that have a hard time finding their personalities. They don't oh, have, they don't 100%. have they don't know who they are. And a TV show tells them who to who to be and how to be. And mm-hmm. and these uh, these these MT this VH these VH1 <laughs> programs tell these kids how to act. Yep. And, I and th- it's like pop ups that we went to too. Like people. Yeah, are the pop ups. So themselves, even though we did have a lot of fun, and those are there are they are fun to go to. But like the the fact that we we as a nation are are building things just so people could go take pictures of themselves. It's kind of strange. Yeah. Like, the self-obsession is, is getting too... It's, but it's normal now. Like, everybody walks around taking pictures of themselves, and it's, it's not weird. I mean, I, I walk around filming myself all day, and it's not weird. There's a picture I mean, on the sure funny It's weird, but phone. it's like, it that's kind of just phone. how it is now. I think <laughs> the allure of the um, the <laughs> the pop-ups to <laughs> me... thrown against the wall. <laughs> Sorry, giant. I just got hit. I just got hit by a potato. Um, oh, I hate that. I know it just happened. <laughs> Fucking potato farmers. Um, Always happens. But um, I think the allure of those pop-up places are, you know, um, here's a photo that you can't take anywhere else, and it's a yeah. unique installation. Like when we went to the candy thing. Um, oh, I had a blast. Minus that whole fiasco. Yeah, it was. It was a super but, good like, time. But the, th- the allure is is that you could take a picture in a room that's like it looks upside down, but it isn't, and that's a funny, yeah. topsy-turvy kind of thing you can do. The pink wall is like... This wall's are usually white. This, yeah, this wall isn't a color I'm used to. Let's take a picture against it. So anyway, we could go on about this for hours, but Mackenzie, what happened to the pink wall recently? Okay, okay. So, um, uh, graffiti artist, and I don't know why he posted that he did this but he he basically let everyone know are you talking about graffiti artist tane tato no uh his his instagram name is thrashbird thrashbird he tagged the wall in the middle of the night not last night but the night before and it went the letters went all the way up to the top i don't know how he did it i I thought you would need like a lift to do it but he he wrote on the wall 
go fuck your selfie, and then underneath that, trash. <laughs> and when I saw that, it like all my everything came together in my life. I was like, this, this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah, it's it's the, know, I, it's la resistance. Oh my god, I was so happy, and like everyone's like, I got like a million messages. So like, did you see what happened to the people? Because everyone knows that I just like loathe it. Well, I don't loathe it. I just you know I make fun of it every single day, and I've been waiting for somebody to do that. And like, if 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 someone were to go tag a wall that had actual like artwork up artwork on it like i think that'd be kind of fucked up but this is just a wall that's painted pink <laughs> yeah like that will be like, covered in, in a minutes to cover it up, yeah you know? is it already covered up it's, mm -hmm. it's covered up already and so i had to go check it out yesterday what bothers like, me yes, is yes oh. yes and i go and i checked it. so you saw it yourself yeah. with your own eye i saw it with my own eyes and it was actually like it looked really good i guess they used like a fire extinguisher to do that type of um graffiti because it's all uh, like flatty at the top. It looked really cool. I, I was like, now people can take a picture in front of it, standing in front of the fuck. Like, you should have put a little dick on there too. <laughs> a little tiny baby dick. Limp dick. Limp, um, limp disc it. Yeah. Limp dip, 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 dip. Limp dip shit. So the news patients were there and I was just like taking pictures and taking videos and I was like, this is the best ever and then some news guy was so like, So you were taking pictures in front of <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happened? So uh, there was a news person doing interviews? There, yeah, there was three news trucks, and and one of the guys stopped me with the camera. Oh, and my God. was like, hey, can I get your opinion on this? And I was like, uh, yes. Oh, my so God. that was hilarious to me because I was there at that exact moment. Wait, did you get on the news? So I was on the news last night. I was on NBC4. <laughs> and they, they did, like, a quick little story about, like, well, Instagrammers are going to have to find somewhere new to get their picture taken <laughs> to get their selfies because the most popular selfie wall in Los Angeles has been tagged. And then they cut to my interview, and I'm like, I I, I talked for like a couple minutes, but you know, they only use like a little snippet. Yeah. And I didn't actually see it, and I don't know if the person that sent it to me saw it all, but the the one little snippet it got at me it was like I was like oh my god I was like I make fun of girls every day they line up against this wall and take pictures every single day why would it deter so people from taking pictures in front of the wall why would it, it why would it why do you think it would deter people from taking pictures on the wall Mackenzie I think I think it would I think it would make people want to take pictures on the wall more yeah, yeah. So, case I mean, in point people taking pictures when I got there um and I think it, they even make girls probably feel like even edgier now that it's tagged. Like, oh my god, I'm standing out. It's we, limited edition because it's going away. What if we started a a group where we just went around to all the like hot Instagram photo spots and just started tagging like the worst shit? We should just start like making a little poopy on them. We could rub poop all over it. Yeah, a little pier of blood, blood. Can you make Ooh. can you make big poops now? Or are you still making small poops? Uh, small. Depends. Yeah. Okay, well, we can still use the smalls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can use the smalls, and then I can start collecting the periods. So <laughs> we, can start doing, we, we can start doing, uh, um, murals made just of blood. What if we... With, with, yeah. like, profanity and, like, very disturbing things. What if we just duck, Net like, babies. bloody pads and bloody tampons all over it? I like that. I like that. Me too, because then it says something about feminism. Oh yes, we have personalities, we girls. Our, our pit hair and we can go <laughs> it's gonna be great. 
You can be gluten free if you want. <laughs> Let's throw gluten up on the wall. We'll throw gluten up there, yeah. And trans fats. Oh, yeah. I live my life. Everything I love, I want to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I love, I want to throw it in the trash and live in the woods. Yeah! <laughs> I'm going to go, oh, oh. Real quick, I want to say when people are like, oh, I love going off the grid. No, you fucking don't. <laughs> no one takes Anybody a selfie of themselves going off the grid. Liar. Don't pretend like not having your phone and having no cell phone service is something that's good because you know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also the people that are like, that tweet out like, I went to a party and I left my phone at home and I had a great time. And it's like, yeah, fuck uh-huh. you. No, you didn't, you piece of shit. You did not. <laughs> I'm miserable. I go to these music festivals. I don't have service for like three days and I want to die the whole time. Yeah, it's a nightmare. I'm like, get me out of here. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nightmare. All right, Mackenzie. Well, thank you. So- thank you so much for talking. <laughs> thank you so much for talking. <laughs> Okay. Thank we'll you so you. much for talking to us, Mackenzie. Mike, have you guys met? You guys have met. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, because of the the the, the panel we did, the panel we did at Comic Con that year, where we did the... the one where I was lost outside for forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was fun. So All right, fun. Mackenzie. Well, I miss you very much. Okay. Let's hang out soon. Let's get some more torties started. Uh, let's... What the fuck did you just say? I'm gonna do this tort snort. Tort. tort. We're going to fort snort and do some tort. Yeah! <laughs> Bye. God damn it. I love that girl. What was that, you think? That whole conversation. I love her. <laughs> I love her so much, Mike. She's such a dear friend. She, if I. She's a firecracker. I man. have my assembly of people I would prefer to. Like, you know how you talk to people about, like, man, we should just buy a big house and live in a big house together? Nah, that's my hell. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I love so many of my friends, but so many of them would never work out in... In the same house? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. So I'd have to choose if I want, like, mostly insanity with, like, laughing all the time uh-huh. or, like... Not so much insanity and laughing all the time, and I like I'm torn between both. Well, luckily, you don't have to make that a reality ever. I know. I just love that I have uh, <laughs> I have what I need. Like I've collected a, a fine group of friends. Yeah. That that uh, that give me what I need out of friendships, and mm-hmm. I hopefully give them what they need out of, out of mm-hmm. friendships oh, as well. Lovely and beautiful. Um. All you right. Yes. I'll go to Zoya's with the wall. Is that he put a. Uh, Fuck your selfie, but your is you are. Yeah. And if you look at the picture, he clearly had room to do Y O. Yeah, I think it's like, you know, it's one of those leet speaks. Yeah, but still. I it's mean, like a got text. The... It's like making fun of the text typing. Is it? I think so. I'll give him credit for that since right. it's pretty funny shit. Sure. I mean, it's art. It's all how you interpret it, I suppose. Mike, how about some sponsors real quick? If that you sounds don't mind? great. Does that, that sounds sound good? great. Okay, let's get it on. Start. Guys, this first sponsor is Blue Apron, baby! We love Blue Apron. 
Blue Apron has been a sponsor of Dynamic Banter for quite some time. I um I need to get Blue Apron because <laughs> it's been a while since I've used their code that pr- they provide us to get Blue Apron. Heard it here first. Have you been using it? No, we got sent that email a while ago. I know, and I just it's been a while. But I when I did get Blue Apron, mm. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, it's real good. <laughs> it's just a sense of accomplishment. It's real nice. You guys all know that Blue Apron uh, delivers farm fresh ingredients and step-by-step recipes to your door, and that their mission is to make incredible home-cooked accessible home cooking accessible to everyone, and achieves this by supporting more sustainable food systems, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Uh, when I used to receive Blue Apron, I enjoyed it. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop right back in and get my subscription back up and running. You know what um, it makes you feel like? It's like that creative player in any video game. Yeah, the yeah the the uh, personalized yeah. avatar. Because it gives you everything you need, and then at the end of it, it's easy enough, and then you feel like you can cook. Right. Um, and I love that quite a bit, because I am not a cooksman, and uh, I don't really cook. So I like to get in on the instructions. Which is also the promo code. (laughs) What is happening today? (laughs) Guys, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash banter. That's blueapron.com slash banter to get your first three meals free. I'm talking stuff like crispy chicken tenders and mashed potatoes, and it looks fancy. This ain't your uh, fast food style chicken tenders no, this looks like longer than that for sure mm, it looks so good and how about pasta and creamy tomato sauce that sounds nice um, but you can check out all the menu items and get three meals for free on dynamic banter care of blue apron so yeah go to blueapron.com slash banter blue apron and a better way to cook Are all these songs like 15 seconds long? Eighteen going be a read. <laughs> Guys, uh, our next sponsor is, of course, my bookie. Let me tell you something. Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually it's what team to bet on this week. (coughs) The truth is, I don't know who's going to win. Neither do you. But if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Uh, Guys, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. And you just got to bet with my bookie because they're your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, their mobile site is easy to use, all sorts of cool folks like the Bill Simmons man has been talking about them. William Simmons? 
Lay down some cash and win big today, guys. Check out my bookie, You Win, They Pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy players out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Was that thing alive? And it was looking around? (laughs) Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use the uh, promo code BANTER to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code BANTER when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. Quip, guys, Quip, what a wonderful sponsor Quip is. We've had them for quite some time. Mike and I use the Quip toothbrushes on the daily, on the reg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, these toothbrushes are amazing. They're really super cool. And the, maybe you're brushing your teeth wrong, and that's okay. Uh, but Quip will help you do it right. Because it has a cool built-in vibrating timer Uh that uh, tells you when to switch sides on your mouth and and, uh, make sure that you're brushing the right side for the right amount of time. You know, a lot of people think that (laughs) Russia interfered with our election. And and that just goes to show you we're brushing. The lot. truth is, is that <laughs> our ties with Brussia are clear. <laughs> that's right. Br- uh, Quip is an electric toothbrush. That's the fraction of the cost of the bulkier boys. I don't want a brush president. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just five bone, including free shipping worldwide. Can I tell you a so personal you story? you kids in Canada. Yeah, you kids in Canada. The UK. You could brush that maple syrup right out of your mouth. Brush them in, get that, floss that syrup out from in between your teeth. You know how it stays in your mouth, it solidifies with the cold, and baby, is it cold up there? I'll share a personal story right now, personal testimonials. Hey, guess what? You can. (laughs) I thought you were going to steamroll over me. I would have laughed a lot. But I'll tell you what. Sometimes I'll go out and I'll pass the bathroom and I'm like, what about a quick brush on the way out? And I was never like that. I was like once in the morning and maybe at night if I December. No. You know, but now I'm like anytime I leave the house, maybe I'll get a quick zap nice. It's like brushing your mouth with an old cell phone, but a good kind. With rollover minutes. Family I don't life. know if you guys could hear me eating um, <laughs> a little bit of watermelon. <laughs> and um, it's like a cat hearts. Those chompers in there that are uh, <clears throat> crushing down on those 
sweet treats. Uh, were brushed lovingly by a Quip toothbrush this morning, and I uh, thank them very much for their offering. There's only one reason why Steve's teeth didn't shatter and disintegrate as soon as he bit down into that succulent melon. That's because of Quip. That's right. Uh, guys, everybody loves Quip. Uh, they were on Oprah's O list and named one of Time's best inventions and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Oh, That's yeah. big news. So, guys, Quip starts at $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash banter right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash banter. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash banter. Get your dang Quip's br- get Quip brush and get down your mic. <laughs> That's the tagline. <laughs> get Quip brush and get down your mic. <laughs> it's on all the posters. Down your mind. Um, got any, what's up, Mike? Hey, man. <laughs> Uh, I saw a sign on the way over here that said "wishful massage." What do you think that's that's about? <laughs> <laughs> if you were to guess, call this number. Wishful massage. It's one of those things where it's like, um, you go to get a massage and you wish it would be good, and it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I wish this was better, but you kind of know it going in because that's like the when whole... you say wishful thinking. Yeah. I'm the king of wishful massage. <laughs> Saddest job ever. Uh, there was a kid on Twitter who really wanted us to talk about Paul. Oh McCartney. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Did you read all about it? I didn't read. All I, about, read I read all enough. about it. Okay. What are your What are your thoughts? Do you want to shut it up? Well, I talked about it on Mike in the Morning a little bit. Essentially, there was a GQ article that came out. Paul McCartney just a... doesn't give a fuck anymore. No, well, why Why would he give a... Think about how many interviews Paul McCartney has done in the history of his celebrity. Right. He's talked about everything a million times. If I were him, I would take the old school wrestling approach and just start making up everything, which could be what he's doing. And, like, he knows he's probably going to die soon. He's 174 years old. Well, you know, me and Ringle, we um, we lit, a, we lit a Dairy Queen on fire about three months ago. He just didn't like the Grand Slam doo-doo. And he, <laughs> he, asked the, he asked the man, he said, Well, why aren't you going to turn my, um, <laughs> my, my uh, blizzard upside down? And, uh, you know, I said, uh, you know, I said, um, turn the man's fucking blizzard upside down. And then Ringo says, well, you know, I'd like to see you turn the blizzard upside down. I'd the next... like to see turn the blizzard upside down. And, you know, the next thing I know, the whole place is on fire. <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> I barely, me and me mates, we barely made it out, you know. <laughs> and I don't know if you know this, but we're the Beatles, so we could read whatever we want. <laughs> One time we turned off the lights in the Denny's and we had a bit of a wank. <laughs> we were waiting for her to drop our check, and she didn't <laughs> drop the check, so I pulled out my doodly doo. <laughs> you know, me and Ringo went into a. Um, well, we were on tour, weren't we? And we went into an Arby's. Didn't we? Wasn't we? Didn't it? Isn't it? Wasn't it? Didn't we? And we went in, and the first thing Ringo says to the woman at the counter is, Peace and love? 
No, it, it wasn't even. He looked at the woman and said, he said it quite sternly. He said, look at my rings. And the woman was like, I'm sorry, what? And he said, look at my rings. And the woman said, what would you like to order? And Ringo says, he just said, I'm going to follow you home tonight. <laughs> and then he left. <laughs> and, he, oh. and, I get, and that was lovely, Rita. <laughs> that next mor- the next morning, that woman woke up and there was one ring on her <laughs> night <laughs> stand. That woman had to take care of many, many orphans. The next day, she got a box full of goddamn rings. <laughs> Hundreds. <laughs> and for the next shit, 14 man. years, she was sent a box of about 500 rings a day. What did she do with all the rings? See how she run. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. What a long-winded bit. Go ahead. What That's happened? Okay. What did he say? Well, I forgot what we were talking about. We're talking about Paul McCartney and what he oh, said. Oh, there was a GQ article <laughs> recently. And he was interviewed, and he said that him and John got drunk once and turned out all the lights at a party and jerked off next to each other. Together. Together. And they would yell out names. And please correct me if I'm misinformation. Okay. Yeah. They would yell out names of actresses or pretty girls to keep it going. He's yeah. like, we'd yell out a name of Betty Boop or what have you. And then there would be a bit of a Russell tosser, woodly do. But then John, John, while we were having our tosser, <laughs> John decides to have a little fun and yells out, what did he yell out? Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone laughed and came together. <laughs> everyone laughed to disguise the fact that they were cooming. Yeah, so uh, they were cooling. Yeah, that's that's exactly what happened, and it's so it happened pre-fame, mm-hmm. and it which was, is when you want to jerk off with your friends, right? It's and the it, safest time, and it wasn't just John there; it was two other boys. Yeah, Pete and the best the way the way yeah exactly, and Brian Epstein. The way uh, that Paul describes it is that they were at a party, mm-hmm. like you said, and they were sitting in a dark room. We found the darkest room we could pose because the party gets a bit tiring. And they were all sitting around in chairs, and one of their friends starts to jerk off. Yeah, as you do. And then he said, we all just decided to jerk <laughs> off. <laughs> like, of- what the fuck? <laughs> Instead of just have- There's chicken, baby. Paul's like, let's tell some ghost stories. <laughs> Next thing you know- John's I thought I was holding. Meat. Yeah, I thought I was holding a flashlight under me chin. <laughs> so turns yeah. out it was John's wee dee So paperback writer. <laughs> <laughs> I I imagine all these stories ending with, and that's how we wrote Eleanor Rigby. The thing is, is like this. Come together. This incident is probably not the weirdest thing we would learn <clears throat> of the Beatles. Absolutely not. And that's what I said on the morning show. I was like, look at the cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> and you tell me they're not doing weird shit. Tell me they; those are four guys who've never jerked off in front of each other. Right. 
don't make any sense. But I'll tell you what, we got a fresh take <laughs> on it. One night we were in, um, where were we? We were in uh, Dublin, Dublin, Ireland. Uh-huh. And we were at a hotel and we were, you know, we were locked in the thing. <laughs> <laughs> there was an emergency situation. <laughs> and we were just, you know, we couldn't go anywhere, you know, without being mobbed. So we had to stay in these hotel rooms for hours and hours before each pro- performance. So one night, Ringo draws a pair of breasts on a pillow. And we all had a good laugh. <laughs> the next thing you know, we're all fucking it together. <laughs> <laughs> we're 27 years old and we're all having a good fuck of a pillow. <laughs> we were all really... Having a fuck on that pillow. We gang-banged a pillow. (laughs) (laughs) And I suppose once morning came, we went down to get the continental breakfast. And we shoved that pillow under the mattress and hopes that it was never discovered. (laughs) You know, one day George came over to the place. (laughs) On a pillowcase. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. George, I can remember even George came. George had arrived. <laughs> George arrived all over the pillowcase. <laughs> he RSVP'd yes to the pillow punching party. I remember George drew, drives up to the, he pulls up to the uh, recording studio where we're recording, uh, what else? Glass onion. Glass onion. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> and uh, George says, fellas, take a break. Come out. Come see my new car. It's a Mustang. And we were all pretty delighted, you know. It, it was, uh, you know, quite... It was right in the middle of when we were about to, uh, you know... We all knew George wasn't much for material possessions. No, no, but he had been given this car, and he was very proud of it. So we all come outside, <laughs> and we... Fucked his car <laughs> together with him. We all took a tinkle at the tailpipe. <laughs> but there's another celebrity who weighed in on this recently. Oh, really? Who is it? Liam Gallagher. Oh, no. And so I he have needs a, to stay out of this. I have a transcript. Don't uh, tell me he did. He's just... Ugh. The interviewer added... He said, have you seen what's going around about Paul McCartney and John Lennon masturbating together? And Ian Gallagher says... Ian <coughs> or Liam? Liam. Sorry. Ian. <laughs> it's the third brother I no am. one talks about. <laughs> I am Gallagher. <laughs> I am Gallagher is the name of Gallagher's movie. It's yeah. I, new, Watermelon. The new Gallagher's <laughs> Netflix stand-up special is called I Am Gallagher. Uh-huh. I don't see where the big deal is really just having a wank between them, isn't it? <laughs> and that's not me saying it. That's written in bullshit. Words here. That's Liam Gallagher's. Oh, okay, there's more. Got it, got it. Okay. I was like, that can't be all he says. About no, no, no. I don't know what the big deal is just having a wank between them, isn't it? Internet. <laughs> there's this one time I walked in on no back in the bus. This is bullshit. Riding Big Ben's chimes, you know. What? That's it's English speak for jerking off, I think. Wandering his wall and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 
wait, <laughs> what? And I'm looking out at his technique like rubbish, make that's utter shite, shite. Uh, shit, shite. Uh, uh, shite. The timing's all off, even Veeam. <laughs> so I pull up next to him saying, all right, deal me in then. But he's looking at me like bollocks to that. So now we're in a race, you know. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, I'm not done. Seeing who can get off their morning glory first. This is bullshit. <laughs> this is absolute bullshit. Was, you just picked up on that right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's been 74 Oasis references so far. I think it was a bit nervous. Yeah, but nervous. I honestly... Just I... let me finish. <laughs> I think it was a bit nervous. Properly bell-end under the pressure is, it's true. And ain't even that kind of wanker. Shame. Now I'm done. What? Yeah. Is So... You're adding stuff. You I didn't add anything. Stuff. That was just written on Twitter this morning. So it's a comedy bit. It's a good bit. So the joke here for people that are like, what's going on, is Liam Gallagher is he is half of the um, rock duo. British rock duo. British rock duo. Oasis. 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 And Oasis at one time, who did that song that everyone tries to learn on the guitar, Wonderwall, mm -hmm. which you've all heard, I'm sure. At one time, Oasis compared themselves to the Beatles. Yeah. And said that we are the new Beatles. Did they say it? Yeah, I or think did so. did everyone, every American say no, those they two guys said are it. British? They said it. They okay. said we're, we're, maybe they even, I don't know. It was probably a publicity stunt, if you ask me. We're bigger than the Beatles. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so they, which is like ridiculous because mm -hmm. Oasis has like maybe three good songs. <laughs> uh, and Champagne Supernova is not one of no, them. No, it most certainly isn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> it most certainly isn't. That fucking solo, it's the worst solo I've Squeal ever heard. Sometimes you will find me. Don't believe the light. Baby, don't stop. Dude, I, I did a whole video about why that's not a good song, and English people did not like that yeah. particular video. Yeah. Lost a couple subscribers. <laughs> um, I love that Paul McCartney jerked off with John Lennon. I yeah, think that nice. just solidifies that's their just friendship. A nice friend thing. I had a friend in high school talked about this on the morning show that I was sleeping over his house and we were playing Dreamcast all night, and he was like, "Dude, we should watch Cinemax and yeah. jerk off with each other." And I said, no, you know, nah, that was it. And uh, he goes, uh, well, you know, we're going to college next year and we're going to have roommates. There's probably going to be a time when you're going to have to jerk off in front of your roommates. And I was like, did you get the syllabus or something? In your welcome packet, it says... <laughs> I caught a frisbee at orientation, and I turned it over, and it said, you're probably going to have to jerk off in front of these guys. Just so you know, you're probably going to have to jerk off in front of your roommates. <laughs> and he's fashion people change. Sweetie dee 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 dee
History. History. What's a worse guitar rip? The one at the end of that or the solo for uh, Wonderwall? You think this Earth is a Champagne bad Supernova. riff? But as far as easy, if we're shitting on Champagne Supernova for being the easiest guitar solo, that riff is the second thing. I love that riff. Squeam, meep, meep, I squeam, think that's a great riff. <laughs> I'm a fan of that riff. And I ain't going, I ain't. This is Ben. <laughs> Did you know Lindsey Buckingham is playing somewhere soon? Lindsey Buckingham. Do you think no. he'll play history or history? <laughs> Dude, we should go. Mandala effect. Your effect. Do you want to go see Lindsey Buckingham? What else does he have? He, he I mean, he was part of fucking uh, the hits. Jesus Christ! Now I I know this all the time. I'll look it up. No, it's fucking. God damn it! You also said you wanted to say something about Robish Williams. That yeah, but there's no time anymore. We'll talk about it another time. That's a Roger. Um. Wow. Everyone's yelling right now because they know Lindsey Buckingham is in um, Fleetwood Mac. Jesus. Oh, then no. <laughs> you don't like Fleetwood Mac? No, not really. You really Zoya don't? Zoya will go. Oh my God, Mike! But it would be so special to hear Lindsey Buckingham. Perform Holiday Road. You live. want me to go wait in line at the Hollywood Bowl just so I could hear? I actually Holiday think <laughs> I actually think it's not the Hollywood Bowl. You want me to go all the way to the Greek? I think it's somewhere pretty intimate. Oh yeah, yeah. You want me to go all the way to the open space at the theater at the North Orpheum? Fairfax? The Orpheum. I've never even heard of that one. It's uh. Well, tickets are 50 bones. Oh, dude, I thought about you today. There's what? a theater uh, close to my hometown who Citizen Cope is going to, and it said, small, intimate, acoustic listening performance. That's such an out loud two-person singing. How is that any different? <laughs> Could you send that to me? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, this blistery toad comes from Connor Farrell, and he says, blistery toads. What up, my beautifully bearded born boys? Here's a story about the time I fainted in a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, finally. It was an early morning in my hometown. My family and I were getting ready to go to the mountains to go skiing and snowboarding. As we were about to leave, my mom said, make sure you eat your breakfast. So important. I wasn't interested in most foods that early in the morning, so I had pear and cheese slices for breakfast. What mm. the fuck? I was like French a, for breakfast. Yeah, or like Danish. It was like a Danish breakfast. After that, we hit the road. Danish Carvey. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Danish ghoul. <laughs> Danish Judy Dench. <laughs> after that, we hit the road. After driving for a few hours, we got to the resort and we started doing the whole skiing thing or whatever. <laughs> It was my first time, and I decided to take a snowboard class. Sure. All in all, it was a chill of a day, my dudes. <laughs> it was all fun and fucking games until my mom and I went out to our car to get some things. We walked down to the parking lot and found the car. My mom opened the door, and I reached in to grab a toy. As I was recoiling my arm with the toy I had clenched in my hand, my mom slammed the door on my hand. Well, that's rude, seems like. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> seems it rude. is rude. 
I'm not a parent. <laughs> I screamed. My mom rushed to open the car door to get my hand out of it. As soon as she did, I glanced at my hand and immediately went unconscious. Oh, dude, when it latched, the door latched? It looks like it. It sounds like it. That's a uh-oh. That's no good. Terrible mom. <laughs> this part of the story I don't 100% know about because I had been unconscious, but this is how I am told it went. I had fainted. I had fainted face down into a puddle in the parking lot. My mother, one of the sweetest people out there, was convinced I was faking it. So she proceeded to kick me in the ribs repeatedly and tell me to stop. Okay. Checked out. Officially checked out. Yeah, mom fucked up. After kicking her young boy son for a few minutes, she realized I was not faking it and it was actually and was actually unconscious in a puddle. She then got me up and, and awake and took me to the doctor person or something that was there. The end. Hopefully one day I'll hear this reasonably loud loudly read on your dumb show. <laughs> y'all are doing some cool shit and I'm so grateful for all the great shit y'all have made these years. I need to know who told you she was kicking you in the ribs. She must have said it. Listen, I, baby, I, my only son, I, I was kicking you in the ribs. Well, it says that she thought he was faking it. So she would, could probably just say, like, I thought you were faking it, so I was kicking it. So I kicked you in the ribs like a mother would. Well, you know, if you fooled your mom like that, that would deserve a kick. Like, stop your, it. Don't be a dick. Fooled your mom. Shame on you. Also, there was an episode where you mentioned doing shows at people's houses. If you want to come do a live show, you should come to... Corvallis, Oregon, or Eugene, Oregon. It would be cool AF. Anyways, Eugene. bye, 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 bye. Thank you so much, Connor. Thank you for your blistering uh, load. Um, I got <laughs> poop so bad, so you want to do your plugs? Hell yeah, man. Uh, so many stand-up shows uh, at the end of this month and all next month. Going to Toronto. Steve will be in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, be there from the Buffer 26th Festival. to the 30th. Uh, at the Corner Comedy Clubs, all throughout there. Corner all Bakery. The shows are sold out except for one on the 30th, which is Sunday at Niagara Falls. And I believe Elliot Morgan will also be doing a set of Yuck Yucks there. Mm. Uh, Mike in the Morning comes out every Tuesday and Friday. Mm. Gotta go write another one of those and make it for tomorrow. Also, I've been... Uh, trying to work on doing videos for this show again, the dynamic banter you're listening to right now. They usually go up on the weekends uh, on Mike Falzone, uh, YouTube.com, the Mike Falzone. Also, contribute to the Valley Folk Patreon. Nice work, Mike. <laughs> and thank you for that plug at the end. <laughs> Um, I have the usual shit to plug Valley Folk, which Mike just did Valley Folk, uh, patreon.com slash Valley Folk or youtube.com slash, uh, the Valley Folk. But also I'm being featured in a live show of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, at, uh, I'm very excited. It is the first time I'm being part of a live production in years and years and years. And I cannot wait. It looks like I've been rehearsing for a couple of weeks now and it's going to be so much fun. But if you'd like to go to that, um, the show is on October 25th. There's going to be three performances, and it's at a place called Three Clubs in Los Angeles, California. Uh, there is no cover, no charge. It's free to come see 
a bunch of beautiful half naked people, Hell yeah. and then me <laughs> jumping around Steve and singing. Steve says there's a lot of hot people, so you yeah, have, uh, you have that to look for. Everyone's to. hot. If you're a girl, you're gonna see a lot of hot. If you're a guy, you're gonna see a lot of hot. Hell yeah. Um, there's the guy who's playing Rocky is an incredibly attractive man who is uh, muscly and. Uh, oily so if you want to see it if you want to be in very close proximity to these oily sweaty hot people um it's a very intimate and really really fun and crazy live performance of rocky horror picture show then you're definitely going to want to come to that three performances the first one october 25th check it out on facebook uh and i'll uh, i'll do a thing about it and anyway but yes it's happening at three clubs on uh, thursday october 25th for, at 9 p.m so anyway that's cool man Thanks for listening. Also, this Saturday, tomorrow. Oh yeah, you're gonna be at the Friends and Friends show. Tomorrow, I'm gonna be at the Friends <laughs> and Friends show doing some crowd work uh, in West Hollywood on North Fairfax. There's still uh, some tickets left on Eventbrite. Just look up Friends and Friends on Eventbrite. There's a uh, there's links under all of my videos and on MikeFalson.com. Um, and there's rats as well, as well. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening, and bye bye now. That was a Headgum podcast.